everybody. Amen. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord on this wonderful Thursday night. In his presence, glad to be here in worship here at the house of the Lord. I, I want to read to you out of Psalm 9. The scripture tells you, says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise unto thy name, O thou most high. Tonight, church, we come to do that tonight. We come to praise him. We come to glorify God. Why do we praise him? Because he's good tonight. Amen. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. And as we stand to our feet tonight, let us do just that very thing. Let's praise him and glorify him with our whole hearts tonight, with our souls, our minds fixed upon him tonight. Lord, we just bless you. We thank you, God, for your goodness. We thank you, God, for your love. God, we ask you by your Holy Spirit, move in this house tonight. God, we just say thank you, God, for allowing us to be here one more evening to come and glorify thy name. Oh, God, you've been good to us. God, you watched over us as we travel. God, you've kept us throughout the week, God, and we just say thank you tonight. God, we pray, God, that you'll have your way in this place. God, move by your Holy Spirit. Touch lives and souls of men and women. God, that we can be our God and receive exactly what you have for us tonight. Whether it's salvation, whether it's Holy Spirit, baptism, God, whether it's healing in our bodies tonight, Lord, have your way tonight. Whatever the need is, God, we know that you're more than able to meet it. God, we just give you praise tonight and glory for all that you do. And in my name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We serve an awesome God tonight. A mighty God. On page 247 in your song books tonight, that song says, Fill my way every day with love. Amen. And truly, we serve a God of love tonight. Amen. A God of love, a God that is more than anything else in this world. His love cannot compare tonight. Well, let me walk, bless the Lord, in the way thou hast gone. Leading straight to the land above oh, Giving cheer everywhere to the sad and alone Fill my way every day with love Fill my way, fill my way every day with love As I walk, as I walk with the heavenly dove Let me go all the while with the song and a smile Fill my way every day with love Number two, keep me close, keep Close to the side of my Savior and God. Let me never in darkness roll. Keep my path, keep my path free from wrath and my soul satisfied. Fill my way every day with love. Let that be our prayer. Fill my way every day with love. As I walk with the heavenly dove. Let me go all the while with the song and the smile. Fill my way every day with love. Soon the race, soon the race will be over and I'll travel no more. But abide in my home above. Let me sing, bless the King, all the way to the shore. Fill my way every day with love. Fill my way, fill my way every day with love. As I walk, as I walk with the heavenly dove. Let me go, let me go. Close, keep me close to the side of my Savior and God. Let me never in darkness roll. Keep my path free from wrath and my soul satisfied. Fill my way every day with Come on, sing it tonight. Fill my way every day with love. As I walk with the heavenly dove. Let me go all the while with the song and a smile. Soon the race will be over and I'll travel no more But abide in my home above Let me sing, bless the King all the way to the shore Fill my way every day with love Fill my way, fill my way every day with love As I walk with the heavenly dove Let me go all the while with the song and a smile again, fill my way, oh, fill my way every day with love, as I walk, as I walk with the heavenly dove, oh, all the while with the song and a smile, fill my way every day with love. 
and praise him, church. Let the love of God be shed abroad in every heart tonight. Let it rain in this house this evening. God, as we bless you, Lord, we thank you, God, for who you are, Lord. We just say thank you for your precious love, for your precious blood, for your grace and mercy this wonderful evening. And we say thank you tonight. Yes, Jesus, we thank God for the love of Jesus. Amen. And truly mercy of Almighty God. Amen. On page 381 of your songbooks this evening, stepping in the light, stepping in the light. Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. Let it be a light unto your path tonight. 381. Jesus being the reason for the season, being the reason for the season. And truly, again, he one of the reasons is he came to bring light into darkness, light into dark into a darkened world. And so thank God for him. Scripture tells us again, we quoted earlier about him being a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. And we walk in the light. 
Amen. Good things happen. Walk in the light of God. And truly, the Bible says that we will not fall. Amen. I will not stumble and fall because while we're walking in his light, we must continue to do that. Continue to serve him. Live for him every day of your life. Walk in the light of Almighty God. And speaking of the holiday season, we want to continue to remind you about us. It works out perfect this year. Christmas on a Sunday, the 25th of December. So come be with us uh, the 25th of December uh, at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. here. Come and celebrate again with us as a church family. Again, uh, uh, we may have some light refreshments there that you can come and celebrate with us and we celebrate the birth of our Savior. I believe they're going to put together a little children's thing for the kids and they can uh, begin to uh, uh, prepare some songs and various things. Let's have a good time in the Lord. It's an exciting time of year. As the old song said, the most wonderful time of the year. Amen. Why? Because the wonderful one came. Amen. Jesus Christ. 25th, December 25th, Christmas morning, we will be here in the house of the Lord. So invite somebody, bring a friend, bring in and tell them, come on in, let's celebrate. The real reason for the season is Jesus Christ. And so uh, make plans to be with us. Invite someone, grab some flyers. We have cards here as well. A man the other day, Brother Boz, he, uh, he took some uh, um, he took some cars. He said, I need some cars. He drives a cab. So, brother, if you watch tonight, hey, man, give them to your people. Give them to your people as you're driving around throughout the city and give them an invitation. 334 Astro Street, we encourage you to come be with us. Amen. And so, again, we have services throughout the, uh, on Sunday mornings and here tonight at 730. And we want to remind you of our Tuesday night Bible studies as well. We start a series here uh, the next few weeks about the, the, re- the reason for the season. And so the reason for the season is Jesus. And so we're going through the birth of Christ, kind of did a skim over it this week. Again, and so but I want to just highlight some of the points of why he came the need for him to come, amen, to save mankind, to deliver mankind. And we all need Jesus, don't we, amen? Our world needs Christ even more as we speak, and we continue to uh, trust God and believe God that, again, he's still the answer. He is and always will be the answer. We pray to God that men and women will, as we said, come to that light, come to the light of Jesus Christ, come to the light where, again, where men and women can begin to see clearly, see clearly ourselves, see clearly what the enemy may be trying to get us to do and to fall into, amen, and no doubt to see clearly the need to be saved. And so that's our prayer throughout this holiday season. It's a good time for someone to get saved, good time of the year where people begin to analyze their lives, they analyze their soul and say, you know what, it's another year, I need to make some changes, and it's a good time to be saved. So be praying, be praying with us that souls of men and women will come, amen, and come and, and be a part Again, we have some new folks coming and uh, various ones and come be a part of the family here of Almighty God. Amen. At this time, she's going to sing a song as unto the Lord. We was uh, uh, kind of relating to the message here. We was on the, way to, on the way to church. And another song came on about being in the house of the Lord, uh, coming to the house of the Lord. And little Trey, he knew the song. He said, yeah, we, my dad plays the song all the time. What's the name of it again? In, the house, in this house or something like that. In the house of the Lord. That's as simple as how it goes. And so I said, I, I never really heard of it, but it was upbeat and going, and, and I said, man, that's a good song. Amen. And he went with the message, and so uh, she's going to sing something today. Amen. God bless you. We sing to the God who heals, we sing to the God who saves, 
I use this uh, beginning first seven verses this evening. The Bible says, And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel. He said, And dwell there, and make there an altar unto God, that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest out from the face of Esau thy brother. And then Jacob said unto his household, and to all that were with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you. Be clean and change your garments. He said, Let us arise and go up to Bethel. He said, I will make uh, there an altar unto God. He says, Who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in uh, the way which I went? And verse 4 he says, And they gave uh, unto Jacob their strange gods which were in their hands and, and all their earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was uh, by Shechem. And, and they journeyed, and the terror of the Lord was upon the cities that were round about them. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. And so Jacob uh, came to Luz. And the Bible says in the land of Canaan, and that is Bethel, and he and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar and called the place El Bethel, because their God appeared unto them, or unto him when he had fled from his brother. From his brother. And for a little bit today, we want to give it a title this evening about getting back to where we belong with God. Getting back to where we belong with God. Hey Amen. We ask Reverend to open it in prayer, please. Amen. Father God, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be in the presence of the Lord this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for your presence and your power. And we thank you, Father God, for our pastor tonight. We ask you, Lord, to let a fresh function of your spirit move upon your servant as he breaks the bread of life. We ask you, Father God, to let the divine word flow through him and accomplish works of salvation, baptism of the Holy Spirit, healing, tearing down strongholds, whatever your people have need of, we ask you, Lord, to let it spark faith in their heart and let them put it to action and take hold on the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Getting back to God, uh, back to where we belong, I should say. And even with that being said, getting back to God, getting back to God. This is a uh, old, old uh, a story here in the, in the Old Testament. Uh, Jacob uh, getting the powerful chapters we said the, 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 the third person of the uh, sons of Abraham I guess the first three really lineage Abraham, Isaac and Jacob you may have heard of when the promise was given to Abraham about the children of Israel becoming a, a mighty nation and a mighty people and this story surrounded about Jacob himself and the Bible it opened up about how the God has spoken to him God has spoken to him again and told him to get back to Bethel Get back to Bethel uh, to where uh, he uh, where he had uh, given the altar, uh, where he had sacrificed unto God. He told him to make an altar there. He says, arise and go there. In verse 1, uh, he says, where thou fleddest from the face uh, of Esau, thy brother. Just a backstory, real quickly. Esau, his brother, he, he had sold his brother's birthright and deceived his brother. And the Bible says that how that he had did him wrong. And, and for a long time, he was on the run. He was on the run, really watching over his shoulder, even as life went on and even as days went by and years went by. The Bible says that how that, again, he still had this in the back of his mind. The back of his mind about how that, again, his brother could one day come and kill him because he, uh, the birthright really was an inheritance or a blessing from his, his father to where you would get the, the majority of the inheritance. You would get the inheritance. You would get the, the, the will, if you please, the majority of the will. And, and naturally, uh, his, his mom realized that he, uh, his brother was going to get the majority. And so she had him trick him very stay on and on and on. But the story goes where he began to deceive his father. And, and as a result, the Bible says that now he was on the run because he had done this man wrong. Uh, and so he told him to get back to that place. Get back to that place where you first... Uh, I realized what had happened even in that. So you go back and read this. God took him back to where he, he needed God the most. God took him back to the place where even where he began to realize or where it all began. And you know what? In our lives and our souls and our minds, we have to get back to that place sometimes and remind ourselves of what God brought us from. To get it, or really I'll get to that place where we remember. Sometimes you go back and I share with you about this being the end of the year. 
by how that I, again, I look back because it's the time of the year when I gave my life over to the Lord, really the last day of the year, 1994. And really you go back to that place and say, God, this is the way that it was. This is how I used to live my life. And you go back to that place where you remember uh, that altar of prayer. Or you remember that time and where you made up in your mind, I'm going to mean business with God. And naturally, uh, God said to today, go back to that place where thou fledest from thy brother. Go back to that place with no doubt where I can speak to you. The Bible says, and so Jacob went to this, this place and he went there and he told all of the people that came with him. He says, we must put away our strange gods. And get back to the God of heaven. Naturally, his father taught him and his probably his brother as well how to sacrifice and how to worship God, how to glorify God, and how to magnify God and put God first in their lives. And so God was telling him to get back to that place where, again, where I first, no doubt you first learned to sacrifice and love me, if you please, to fall in love with me in church sometime along the way in your Christian race. You may find yourself needing to get back to God. Or, or even as a nation, as a people, we always need to get back to God. Uh, a man asked me today, what is, what is revival? I saw your thing about revival. What is revival? Really, it's a, a time of getting back to God. A time of work, work, worshiping and time of focusing. A time of reflection. A time in which we, no doubt, uh, come to the Lord our God and really get a, hand, uh, a hold of God. Uh, Beth, Beth, if you look at that word Bethel. Uh, 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 get, get, let me get to that verse here that word Bethel the Bible tells us back to verse 1 he says go and arise to Bethel Bethel and I, I looked up that word because I, I was thinking about uh, going in a different similar direction but Beth if you look at the word Beth it means house Beth means house and so L means God and so he says get back to the house of God get back to the house of God we appreciate each one here tonight those watching on the line tonight, get back to the house of God. Get back to worship. Get back to prayer. Get back in, in love with Jesus. We live in a day and age where time is again drawing near. Where again, uh, again the enemy is accelerating. And he's moving at a fast pace to pull men and women away from God. Doing anything he can to get men and women's minds off of God. Get their hearts away from God. Get our country as far away from God as possible and other nations as well. And so uh, he told uh, 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 Jacob here, he says, get back to the house of God. Get back to the Lord's house. Um, that word Bethel means house of God. And in this season, I, I looked up, because uh, I, I was beginning to get the two mixed up, Bethlehem as well. Bethlehem as well. If you think about the word, I don't have it up here on the board, but a uh, Bethlehem. That same Beth, house, and Laham means bread, house of bread. And, and, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. And another one I want to bring out to you is about Bethsaida. Bethsaida. Bethsaida, meaning house of grace and mercy. Amen. And so the house where God dwells, uh, he supplies all of these different things. And so here he says, get back to God. Get back to my house. Get back to that place uh, where, again, he is. And so in Bethel, I want to focus on Bethel real quickly before we get down into the text some more. The Bible says Bethel was a place where Abraham first uh, had the altar uh, in, uh, there. And the Bible says and he came and worshipped God there. <clears throat> Bethel is a place where, again, he... Where, where, um, Jacob also worshipped God. And again, in the latter part here is we see uh, 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 him worshipping again here, getting back to that same place. Uh, the prior to this, God gave him a vision. God had spoken to him and dealt with his heart about various things. And so he says, you got to get back to that place. Uh, brothers and sisters, let's get back to that place. Uh, get to that place. We should never have a word. Get to a place where we feel like we know uh, I have too much in God. Uh, hey, man, how many say that today? We can get more from God tonight. Again, and so back to Bethlehem, as we know, we enter into this season, the holiday season, the Christmas season. Bethlehem is a key focal city as well. Bethlehem was the place where Jesus was born. Again, but it also, as we were are listening, uh, you read a little bit further down in here, is a place, uh, no doubt, as well, where uh, Rachel had died as well. 
place where Rachel had died. I said, man, that's pretty powerful. Place where this woman had died, uh, Israel's wife, uh, Jacob's wife had died. And so naturally, but it was going to be the place where Jesus would be born as well. Amen. So this place of death but it was also a place of life, the life of this world. And, and then I just not don't dwell on too much, but Bethsaida, I'll share with you again a couple of references to this about Bethsaida being a place of of. Of, of mercy and you read over in the New Testament Matthew Mark uh, I believe is another place where it talks about Bethsaida Bethsaida is a house of mercy now this was a place where the man was an impotent man he was lame and naturally he could not, uh, he was uh, handicapped paralyzed type of disease uh, as condition and but the Bible says he called on God for mercy and grace uh, and God was able to grant it to him also there another man a blind man was also healed there so we see a place of mercy and grace in Psalm 27, I'll give it to you real quickly before we get down into the rest of this message. Psalm 27 tells us, uh, it tells us here about the importance of God, the importance of the house of God, the importance of worshiping God, the importance of being in God. The Bible says in verse 4, one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after him, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The psalmist says here, I want to be in God's house. I want to be in his presence because I know this is where my blessing comes from. I know, again, this is where my power lies. That's where forgiveness transpires. And so Jacob realizes, he said, go back to the place where, where again, I first appeared unto you when you fled from your brother. Go back to that place, no doubt. To that place of where, where it reminds you, that place of repentance. And that's what God was telling him. Get to that place of repentance. Get to that place to an altar and call on God. Amen. Church, thank God for the altars of God. Amen. Thank God for the altar where we can lay down our sins and our burdens unto the Lord. He told Jacob, he says, go to the place of the altar and pray and seek God's face. Lay it all down. And that's not only that, but again, why? And he don't have to fear coming to the altar. Why? Because it's a place of mercy. It's a place where God is a forgiver. God could have easily brought judgment on Jacob. But he loved him so. He loved him and gave him an opportunity to pray through and make things right. Thank God for that tonight. Thank God for God where he loves us and cares for us. Again, a place of mercy as well. So naturally as you go on later on read. The same Jacob, his brother, we did. he finally did meet up. Uh, again, he was able... Again, it was a whole different situation because, again, uh, of a God of mercy to where he thought his brother was going to kill him, but he didn't. Amen. Thank God for the God of mercy. But also in the house of God is a place where we eat, a place where we be able to be fed, fed spiritually. Amen. Thank God for each one here tonight. Come, man. You're on YouTube and on Facebook watching this. Again, you're able to be fed spiritually place where you can come and eat of the bread of life and so naturally uh, a place where Rachel died but it was also a place where uh, again you would be able to be fed and so naturally the bread of life from that place uh, Israel will find joy not so much the man because he was dead but the country the nation and the people of God uh, out of that city called Bethlehem uh, will be able to get fed, uh, be fed the bread of life. And so when Jesus came on the scene, uh, that one that came out of Bethlehem, uh, that one that was born in Bethlehem, uh, he now told him, he said, I am the bread of life. Uh, I am that source of living. I am that one tonight. Uh, I am that one uh, that is able to feed the soul to where you're thirst and hunger and never again. Uh, I am the one that will give you that which will able to sustain you that will keep you all the days of your life. Thank God for Jesus being the bread of life. And so let's get back to our text here. And so he went to the house. He went back to Bethel and all of his family. Amen. Bring your family to the house of God. Back to where they belong. Back to the place where, again, our Father and the Holy Ghost and our Savior, Jesus Christ, dwell. He's everywhere, but it's something about being in his presence tonight. In church today, he says, bring your family. Bring your loved ones. Come and congregate around Jesus. Come and congregate in the house of the Lord. 
Why? Because there's blessings in the house and I am. The Bible says make an altar there. He says make an altar and, and to the God who's able to answer. I'm telling you tonight in this place God is able to meet some needs in this house. We serve a God that's able to answer. Verse 4 he said this God is able to answer excuse me verse 3. He said it's a God is able to answer. When you come to the altar or come to a place of prayer he says my God is able to answer thee. In the days of my distress he answered. In the days of my fear he answered. In the days of my need he's able to answer. That's the God we serve tonight. He said put away your strange gods in verse 4. Put away those strange gods that cannot answer. A car, houses, money, job. They cannot answer. Amen. How many know that tonight? Houses cannot answer. Friends and loved ones cannot answer like the God of heaven. They begin to worship gods, the phony false gods. They worship stones. Gods made out of wood and stubble and, and, and stones and all these different things. The moon god, the stars up in heaven. They worship mountains. They worship uh, animals. He says, put away those things. Uh, he created them things. But he, that's not God tonight. Then we need a God that can answer. We, we indeed to answer he'll answer when you need a touch he'll touch you he said we gotta get back to where we belong and that's in the presence of almighty God get back to the prayer get back to the Lord of Jesus Christ get back to the love of our soul tonight the Bible says put away the strange gods and they did in verse 5 he went on and the Bible says and they journeyed and turned the Lord was upon the cities round about them and did that pursue the sons of Jacob and so naturally when we get to God there's a divine protection as well God covers you He'll keep you every day. The Bible says nations begin to fear and realize that the God of heaven was with them. Brothers and tonight, as we share with you, we're going into this season, covered in the Bible tonight about how Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. God is with us. He was letting Jacob know I'm with you. I'm able to forgive you. I'm able to bless you. I'm able to show mercy. But I'm also with you. We thank God for a God where you can come to the place where you, some people say, I can't come back to the house of the Lord. Yes, you can. I can never come back to God. I, I'm too afraid God won't have me. He'll have you. He'll bring you in and love you tonight. He cares for you. You're not too far away. You're not too far, too far gone to where he cannot bring you back. The enemy would say, I don't waste your time. No, that's not a waste of time. That's the best quality time is to spend time with the Lord. And the Bible says he went and they realized Everywhere they went, God was with them. The enemies did not pursue after them because they saw the God uh, 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 that Jacob served. The Bible says, and the Bible says this terror, yes, it was upon them. The enemies, demons fear and tremble. Amen, at the name of God. We got power, brothers and sisters, today. Brothers and sisters, we in this place today. The devil hates the fact that you're in the house of the Lord's name. He hates the very fact that you call on Jesus. The devil hates the fact that you want something from God. And naturally he'll scramble, he'll, he'll scramble all of his troops to say, hey, wait a minute, we got to do something about this. This man is trying to get his life together. This woman is trying to get her life together. We got to do something. So again, be beware and be on guard because the enemy will truly try to fight you. Now that you come into the house of the Lord, but that's all right. God will help you fight your battles. Amen. God will fight for you. God will be with you. God will cover you every day. And Jacob was letting God let Jacob know, I'll, be, I'll go with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you as long as you serve me and live for me and hide this thing in your heart and realize the importance of worship, realizing the importance of walking and, and being in God's uh, presence tonight. The Bible says he built there an altar. Uh, he built there an altar. And the Bible says, and he called that place El Bethel. El Bethel. So first it was the house of God. Now it's the God of the house of God. Amen. Not just being in church tonight. We all can come to the house of God. Even if we're not here, it's still the house of God, we call it, amen. But it's the God of the house of God. You see that El Bethel, the God of this house. Church, we want God wants us to get in touch with the God of this house. Amen. Not just to go through the motions, but really get in touch with the God of this house. To get to a place where again he moves in our midst, moves in our and his presence is found. 
to where we experience the power of the Holy Ghost reigning and ruling, where you can experience the joy of the Lord, where you can experience the power of the Lord, the power of the Holy Ghost, where there's healing in the soul, healing in the mind, um, where you can really feel the touch and the presence of God. So I want that. I like what it said. Another place where the, the glory of the Lord came down in that temple. The glory of the Lord came down in the presence of the people. The ministers didn't even have to preach. Again today, why? Because the presence of God was so thick. And church today, that's still today, we must worship him in spirit and in truth and invite him in and say, God, dwell with us. Be with us, Emmanuel. Come and walk in our midst tonight. And he's here tonight. He's able to meet every need in his house. The God of heaven is walking in our midst tonight. Brothers and sisters, the God of the house. It's not the preacher. It's not the choir. It's not the singer. It's not the deacon. But it's the God. Amen. Church of the day. Let him move. Let his presence be felt. Come on up. Let his presence be felt. And that's why he says in Psalm, he said, I've desired to seek after him. Let's go back to Psalm 27 4. He said, One thing I desire is to seek after him, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He says, To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. He said, In a time of trouble, verse 5, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me and set me upon a rock. But the part about inquiring, Tonight, church, whatever you have need of is here. God is here. God is here in this place. In this place tonight, he's able to move in a mighty way. Church, he realized this. He said, I got to go with God going forward. I've got to walk with the Lord. I've got to keep God first. I've got to put away things that separate me. I've got to put away things that will keep me, again, from the, his presence. He said, let's put away the strange gods, things that were about, built to destroy and separate us from Almighty God. As we finish with this, I'm going to finish with this. <clears throat> and the Bible tells us how the God blessed and moved in a mighty way. Later on, you'll find his name would be changed. His life would be changed in the same chapter. No longer would he be called Jacob, but he'd be called Israel. And various places within the same region of time, the Bible says how his name will be changed and his life will be changed to go on and do great things for Almighty God. And you know what? It all happens when we come into the presence and get into the presence of Almighty God. When we get into his presence, into his midst. And tonight, God, let us be changed for the better. Jacob was changed for the better. He had made a lot of mistakes in his past. He had done a lot of wrong. He had done a lot of things that displeased his heavenly father. And then the Lord, our God, our Savior. But you know what? There's a God of mercy in Bethel. There's a God of mercy. God, no doubt, that cares for each one of us. A God that loves you so. And my friend tonight, let's get to him. He said, get back to Bethel. Get back to me. Get back to that place of worship. Get back to that place where we can commune. And I can talk with you. I can walk with you. I can speak to your heart. And God spoke to him. God dealt with him. God showed him what to do in the days ahead. And God blessed him and, his, and the children of Israel. God blessed them in a mighty way. I didn't give it to you, but in verse 10, it's where it says, he says, your name shall no longer be called Jacob. But Israel shall thy name be. And the Bible says, I will be you will be fruitful and you will multiply. In the house of God, God begins to multiply the blessings. How many say that? Church tonight, I believe God can multiply some blessings upon your life. If you would simply come and believe. From this it's encounter. He said, Your seed is gonna be blessed, your people are gonna be blessed. And I will pour out these things for you. God blessed him in a mighty way. God blessed him and covered him and all the generations thereafter that walked in his presence and trusted in him. And church, it's been passed on to you and I as well. It's been passed on, as we said before, Bethel. And that same Beth, the house where God dwells. And church today, thank God for Bethlehem as well, where Jesus was came into the earth to where now he, the bread of life would come. That one of mercy would come. God that was in heaven. 
can now dwell among the people. To where now he is the head of the body of the church. Whether church, whether it's here, there, or wherever, we can dwell there. We can dwell in him. We are now a part of the temple. We are the body of Christ. We are his temple tonight. Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God, who came to give his life on an rugged cross, came to the old city of Bethlehem in the form of a man who's coming to redeem mankind, to really get that connection, to where they really can experience the power of God, to where they can really experience the El Bethel experience. Brothers, today, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, he gave his life. If you're not saved tonight, my friend, they come to this God that we're talking about. Come to the God that Jacob found out about and worshiped. Come to the God that we preach about and teach about. Come to him, the one that loves you tonight, the God of mercy, the God of grace tonight, who's willing to forgive of anything that you've ever done. Jacob is a prime example of a forgiving God that's able to do it. And Jesus came to forgive of all sins tonight. Why did why he want to do that? Why? Because there was a separation and Jacob was now separated. So in this chapter, he says, come back, come back, come back. Get connected back with the God of, of Abraham, your, your, your forefather. And so naturally, when he did this, the same thing in Christ. When we come to Christ Jesus, now we unite with the God of heaven. You can unite with him. Hey, man, be a part of the body of Christ. Be a part of him, the savior of the world. And no doubt, be a part of our heavenly father. He will bring us in and graft us into the same promise uh, of blessings and miracles and the things in which Jacob and his children of Israel would experience is for every believer that will come to Almighty God. My friend and I, as we close, by the, the title of the message, getting back to where we belong. You belong with God. You belong in his presence. You belong in a relationship with him. When Adam lost it in the beginning, as I close, Adam lost it. The first thing, when the first thing is recorded, that God had lose say, he said, Adam, where are you? Where are you, Adam? Where are you? He was looking for him in the garden. Not that he really didn't know, but he was looking for, wondering what happened to that disconnect. The church, again today, God, for years, years, was trying to get back to God, get back to man. And so naturally, again, through Jesus Christ tonight, it's all made possible. Come to Christ tonight as the altar prayer is open. The mediator between God and man is Christ Jesus tonight. That same experience, that same God that Jacob called on, we can call on as well. So we bow heads in reverence to God tonight. Whoever you may be, come to Christ Jesus tonight. Come to him. If you need power in your life, come. It's here. If you need a touch from God, come. It's here. If you need a blessing from God, it's here tonight in the house of the Lord, in his presence tonight. Wherever you may be watching online as well, get, get into a place of prayer and say, God, I want to have that same experience, God. He's there. He'll meet you where you are right now. He'll meet you at that place, no doubt, to meet your every need. Let's all find a place to pray tonight. As the altar prayers open, she begin to sing us unto the Lord. Let's seek him tonight. Back to where we belong, in the presence of God.
vision that flows from the house of God. A friend today, don't neglect it. Be blessed. Receive all that God has for you. Amen. Truth is a blessing. As we mentioned again, let's continue to pray for one another and for our country. And I'll continue to pray for various ones. I got my boy Shondell and uh, Mr. Dennison and so many others. Again, that are there. Uh, St. St. Jude, St. Phil Noel. Uh, again, and various ones talk with and I've been praying for amen it's good to know somebody's praying for you amen we need prayer if you have ever have any requests feel free amen to let us know it uh, sister Elaine uh, Susan Shabbat uh, down in Virginia probably watching there's so many others that we get messages and various things from uh, again just continue to lift one another up continue to pray for the church here pray for us pray for one another amen that God will bless you in a mighty way uh, this time, uh, uh, perhaps you can put up there as well, a way to give is unto the Lord as well. A way to give unto the Lord uh, before we dismiss. Uh, through our website, uh, www.mintcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. We also have text to give at 347-229-9933. And then we also have through Zell, our church email at ntccbrooklynny at gmail.com. Those are ways to give. In the old-fashioned ways, we receive an offering here in person for those in person. Remember, you'll take it up for, uh, again, uh, uh, the old-fashioned way. And then um, we can give us unto the Lord. May the Lord bless you. If you pray, please, sir. <laughs> 